And here we go. Quarantine edition coming to you live. But when you hear it, it won't be it Doesn't matter. Wait till the explosion finishes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I go by the name of Small Eyes with a Z, and you already know that. Uh, who else do we have in the building with us? Ashley C. Baby. And who else do we have in the building? Jackie Prescott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who else? And- Tristan McLean, as it says. <laughs> yeah, but this is for the audience that's, that's, that's going to be listening in, which is our podcast audience, so they need to know who you are. We're just getting our feet wet, dipping our toes in the sauce, man. Oh, here we go, man. Here, Toe sauce. Here we go, right here. I told you I ain't got time for that, but nigga, today I got time, cuz. Yeah, the soundboard's live and direct. I know y'all can hear it. I know you can feel it. We are. America want to see us live, not work. We bring in the real, really deal, Holyfields, and so we're gonna just jump into it uh, because we have a pretty dope guest with us today. The team from Quarantine Con, uh, the good homie Scooter and his homie Trayvon. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, who initiated a organized conference, essentially like, uh, like uh, uh, I would say a trade school, a virtual trade school in less than three days of skill building, community building, uh, using this platform called Hoplin, and it's uh, super fire, so we can't wait to talk to them. And he's also an OG DGT alum. He was on the show, like one of our first 20 guests or so. Uh, so we'd love to check in with Scooter and see what he's doing. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to get to going with our WTFs. Uh, this is the warm-up, and it goes like... Lights, please, lights, please, turn off the lights. For now, everything just seems so right. You got to do... You gotta do the bank app bounce if you want to. Shout out to uh, T Pain and um, motherfucking Lil John. John, bro. That shit was epic. That shit was a movie. Did y'all see that? that? I did. Legend. I saw. I saw uh, parts of it. I didn't see the whole thing, but yeah, a movie. Like oh. you go go to your YouTube's guys if you haven't seen it. First of all, I do want to, even though this isn't on the agenda, I just think it's cool to to shout out something that really shows how pervasive and important our our culture is and how. Um, we always find a way to be the lightning rod. So this uh, versus, uh, I guess I'm gonna say company that Swiss and Timberland built out of something organic that started out of something organic they did years ago, him and Just Blaze has now turned into a cultural movement. Everybody's now doing these battles. It's like being translated in all different kinds of parts of the world, um, but it still always comes back to, it's like our culture, man. It's, it's, it's black and brown hip hop music culture uh, that is moving this, forward and causing people to uh, come up with new ways to create, man. So I just wanted to shut that out and get y'all thoughts on that real quick. This is a side So we'll just toss it up real quick. Thoughts on the versus culture? Yeah, it's like, well, what's or just, going oh, on? Us, yeah. uh, us being the, yeah, I think, um, I think we, I see like maturity that's happening. You know, we, we've been influential for a long time. And I think over the past couple of decades, um, our integration into like mainstream culture and um, and more like even corporate culture, um, you know, was like somewhat of a new thing in like the late '90s and the in the early 2000s. And I think now 
we're starting to find an organic way for these things to really exist in the same space. So it's cool to see that we still have that influence and to see it mature. Wait, Aman, I can't hear you. Talking to Aman? Oh, Aman, sorry. Yeah, Come on, sorry. man. I was muted. I forgot. I was muted. Yeah, that's cool. It's all right. They'll, they'll, they'll get it. The people will get it. They'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so we'll get into this quick topic and then they're going to call in. They should call that's in cool. probably next Not, I think it's cool. Cause um well I'm an introvert anyway, but um I still think it's cool that people find ways to you know invite you to places and you still gotta find excuses not to go. <laughs> okay, yeah. You mean to digital places? Yes, digital places. I think uh, it's harder. Yeah, how can you use an excuse for digital places? We got Trayvon in here. I know uh, Scooter's gonna be coming in here soon. Shout out to the quarantine con team. We doing uh big things, big tunes. I just wanted to say it's hard to, to I think that it's extremely hard to organize an event like in real life like physically so to do this and to get everybody like in one place mm-hmm. and allow them to or to, to allow them to really like to do this in three what two days or three days three days three days I believe now yeah they're gonna give us the science about how they managed to make all that happen man but yeah like we just want to yeah, shout out and, and really give well, go ahead. Sorry. Do they have a PR? They have, man. They, they're plugged. So you'll, you'll see that yeah, they're that plugged. A, one of the co-founders a, is a, a venture capitalist. Like, they're plugged. That's sure. probably but, part of it, too, because, you know, like, PRs can reach out to the people that, that you know, mm-hmm. would I mean, it looks, it just looks more professional than, a, you know, like me or you being like, oh, yeah, yo, yo, jump in. Like, yo. Facts. Big America want to see us live, not work. America want to see us live, man. That's the truest and the realest thing. Uh, so uh, while we wait for them to come in, we're, uh, I wanna mention, this is something that's just like a current event topic. So we'll throw it out there and then maybe get their their thoughts on it. And this is only because we did an episode really trying to get ahead of the uh, COVID-19 uh, situation and what was going down the pandemic on our pandemic episode, which is episode three, go back and check that out. Cause we preemptively kind of, uh, we're, we're talking, what's up? Good brother Trayvon, man. Uh, uh, we we just uh, chopping it up. How you living, man? What's up, bro? What's up? I think I'm in. I just joined a second ago, and then it kicked me out. So uh, okay. you, know, Zoom, you know, Zoom, you know, Zoom be on some on some other stuff, man. We're, we uh, won't, we won't we won't we won't words talking about their shenanigans because that's a whole different <laughs> kind of conversation. Is this, are, you, sure. are you lying down on the ground, Tristan? Yeah, you are. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. What up? What did you what do? What did you do? Scoops, Mr. Scooters. What's poppin'? Scooters got shooters, man. Is that a thing? No, no, is that a hashtag? No, no, He's got like digital shooters. Like, digital. Not, not at all. Like, you know, I, I actually made a mixtape in, um, in like eighth grade with a buddy, and I couldn't rap for anything. And so I would do the ad libs at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I would say, Scooter Taylor, I'm your neighbor, which is like the most <laughs> private school uh, line. Uh, I mean, I, you can make it work. I feel like there's, uh, you know, it's like, it's very Chance the Rapper-ish, you know, I feel like, uh, yeah. I feel like you can make that work. It's like a sunshiny <laughs> quote. I'm your neighbor, Scooter right, Literally, literally. Just, <laughs> hey, it's catchy though, it's catchy. Hey, that's literally what I'm saying. You put on a t-shirt, you can get some money. Uh, so, thank y'all for joining us. This is uh, the Good Brothers, the team from Quarantine Con. If you're a DGT OG, alum, meaning you've been with us since like our early days, since our 2015, 2014 days. Yeah, I'm gonna pull the stunt card out because we've been doing this for a long ass time. Uh, then you will remember Scooter uh, from his uh, early, early grind. And, and that's a great episode just to go back and check 
his journey and how he got to where he's at now. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. I remember doing that one. Um, and it was like right before I think I went to go do Look Live um, by Comedy. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. That was cool. I was like fresh off an internship. <laughs> you get to say we knew you win. So, you know, oh, it's, it's cool to watch the journey, man. All we do is win, win, win. T-Pain style, man. Shout out. Yeah. I don't know who won that battle. We won't, we won't go into that. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic, <laughs> though. But uh, we're getting into the conversation. Oh, Trayvon got bounced out. I got him back in there. There he is. Uh, he's yeah. back in here. We'll get him back all in right, there. All right, Let's see what's going on. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's, well, it's, 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 it's Zoom, man. Like, all, they, all we want to do is Zoom, 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 man. Wow. No, boom, boom. no, I get it. I get that it. I'm bad. here. That was bad. Uh, they're having all kinds of situations. They released a patch, so... This one we're on should be somewhat secure. That's why you got to use a password now. We can have a different conversation on the impact of these, these type of companies and how they are able to uh, take advantage of the current, you know, pandemic and they're guapping up. Uh, that's a whole different combo. For sure. Uh, for sure. For score and for sure. But I want to get into uh, the conversation of, we'll get into our main topic. We were going to talk about like the kind of big brother situation that just came out about how Google uh, is using the things that they already been acquiring. So if you use Google Maps, you know they tell you upfront, we capturing your data, we capture all your analytics and data points from wherever you go and whatever you do. Now they're now sending out that information to government and states so that they can they mm -hmm. aggregate that information to see if people are really doing this social distancing uh, wow. thing that we should be doing. And so the only thing I correlate that to is like in our episode three, we had uh, where we covered the pandemic when it was just starting, which is like kind of like the end of February, kind of catching where this was going. We talked about how like, oh, it seemed like another planet that we could never be like how China is, where they have the, in the surveillance state and how their information is used carte blanche. It's like, well, uh, guess what, guys? We're living in it right now. So uh, how's that feel? And uh, what do we think about that? Open it up. So you want to talk about the Google, the Google thing specifically, yeah, right? Yeah, let's jump into it. Yeah. Anybody? Any takers? Any? Any? I mean, it's a double-edged sword, man. It's a, the, these things are are you know, there's there's pros and there's cons. Um, I think that the intention behind it, or at least the um, the intention that they're showing for the public, is that this is you know a service that can help governments make. Um, and uh, um, elected officials make um, good choices about what to do around um, COVID-19. But I think that the, the red flag that pops up is that, of course, people are going to uh, obviously think about privacy, number one, in which they kind of mm -hmm. built in a way in their PR to say, hey, you know, we're, we're uh, sharing this information, but we're not sharing and you don't know who the individuals are right and i think that there's something you know instinctually where we're like we're kind of like mm, is that really the case like this is a slippery slope and i and so that's what i'm at least getting from from uh what you're saying from the conversation just around like is this cool or is it not cool we don't support none of this shit right here you're not rocking with it huh at all yeah uh, y'all know how i am anyways but um yeah what you say? i look at it like First of all, what what type of things does it leave us open to hack wise? Um, um, even down to, you know, how our iPhones, they track our every move. If you go into a specific part of your phone, it shows you every place that you've been probably in the last couple of years or since you've owned your phone, unless you take those off. I went to YouTube, figured out how to take it off. But I feel like it leaves you open to so much more. I feel like in the wrong hands, that can be extremely dangerous. And then we also look at how we just found out TikTok 
boom, it's on by them and mm-hmm. they've been accessing certain things. Then you also look at, you know, what else will they do with this information and how close does it, it puts us, I feel like it's puts us in the same boat as China as far as their government is concerned, mm-hmm. how they control and they want everything. I feel like there's certain things that should stay private. And I also feel like this is something that it's just, it's non-negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't see the point. I just feel like it, it puts us in a, in a dangerous place. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, uh, one of the, I think, uh, things that is just what I, what I mentioned earlier about how Zoom, we're using these resources and artists and creatives, like we kind of have no choice right now. Everybody's using Zoom. It's kind of like the go-to platform. There's other alternatives, which uh, we have access to in the DigiPack, which we're giving this out now, that not just to our subscribers, but it's like a list of a lot of resources, including Quarantine Con, which they're going to talk about a little bit, how they came to form, like Voltron and what they're doing and their movement and <laughs> things that they've done. And, and really just to talk about the energy that Quarantine Con was, because it was a movement, it was a vibe. Uh, but prior to that, I just want to mention how we got to take advantage of these resources. We don't know that. I don't know about Hoplin, the platform they're using and what their end user agreement is, but I, I'm sure they're scraping data from that because companies got to eat who are offering these free services. Zoom, that's mm-hmm. how they're eating off of this. Like even prior to the security breaches, which is nuts. And just, just anybody listening, uh, this is a protected digitalia motherfucking hot take. Don't do like secure business shit on Zoom right now or places like this. Uh, if hackers have the ability to scrape and pull up public access to these tools and can grab the audio recordings, like you should find more secure resources and tools and they're out there. They exist like Slack is one that's end to end. And there's a lot of resources that will provide to you in the digi pack. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, but I, I just want to throw out there that, you know, we have all these different tools. There are some things we're going to have to give in order to be able to utilize them. That's because we're free. Like, yeah, especially for free. For free, now you know. Pay for it, then you have a different expectation. But if I yeah. get free stuff, you can expect your data is going to sell for something. Yeah. You're tracking, they want to see where you're clicking. They, they need to sell your ads. Yeah, and it's just important for us to remind people about that, you know, because, um, you know, we get so used to the, the freemium models, especially people of our generation, that we forget, like, you know, people that just don't read the terms and conditions or whatever, they just go ahead and hit agree or they hit agree on cookies. And um, you don't always know what you're trading off. So, you know, just taking the time. Bars. Holy shit, that's great. Yeah, yeah man, you can you can connect your audio direct, man. Yeah, we get oh I told you I ain't got time for that, but nigga, today I got time, cuz you got time, man. So we got time. <laughs> today to talk to these wonderful brothers the good brother Trayvon the good brother Scooter again if you are what Scooter go ahead and go check out archives because we got over 100 plus episodes in the tank because we've been doing this since 2014 and we're beat at it we got to tap ourselves on the back I'm gonna do that yeah that's that's phenomenal the consistency Um, we're doing it for a long time and uh we're just glad to hear to provide a resource for the people uh so go back and check his backstory but I want to talk about what was the urgency? What made you all decide? And what was that co- first conversation? You're like, we need to create this quarantine con- conference. And how the fuck are we going to do that? <laughs> uh, I'll, hey, I'll introduce yourself as well. While you do yeah, I guess we'll introduce ourselves and then uh, let Trayvon kind of start that story. Um, again, my name is Scooter Taylor. I'm so grateful to be on the, on the podcast today. Uh, back for a second time. I don't know if people, if people come back for three, four, five times, because if yeah. so... 3P, 3P, 4P, 5P. 3P, they're kind of the, okay, so I'm like, all right, cool. Um, But no, uh, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, went to school in Atlanta, um, a techie through and through, 
um, used to be a YouTuber in high school and middle school uh, and doing like YouTube videos on technology, uh, learning about apps and, and different programs from my Mac. Um, went to school and became pretty entrepreneurial, worked at a different startups. Um, our first venture that me and Trayvon actually worked on was in college, uh, which is actually pretty key to the story. Um, we actually tried to break a world record and we helped 3,000 people get access to clean water and we failed miserably at our first project um, in some respects. And so uh, that opened the doors to tech internships and um, launched, you know, helped launch my first company with um, some investors and, and a co-founder uh, back in 2016, which was great. Um, and recently actually uh, transitioned out of that company at the top of this year. Uh, so I opened up the year kind of going, okay, what's next? And uh, we found it pretty quickly, but I'll let Trayvon go. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's, that's Scoot. That's Scoot. Uh, so I'm Trayvon Hill. Um, as Scoot said, you know, we've known each other for some years now. I think, you know, we've been saying like seven. I think we're actually closer to eight now that I think about it. Uh, but yeah, so I came to Atlanta from Houston. So I went to Houston for high school, was doing a lot of travel before that. I'll have to come on and do my backstory for another episode later. Uh, but went to uh, Morehouse where I met Scoot. Um, actually studied psychology, so I wasn't really on the entrepreneurial wave yet, or at least I didn't think so. Uh, but I picked up uh, like graphic design, videography, photography in high school. So I brought that into uh, kind of my undergraduate experience. But I studied psychology, um, went in heavy into research. Um, and, you know, just a part of the core curriculum, obviously, you have to like take on a lot of technical skills and synthesizing. Uh, but what I learned quickly is that I could like convert those and go into the world of venture and bring like a whole new perspective to that. Um, and just, you know, be extremely innovative naturally just because that's what I'm doing in my core curriculum. Um, so then I just, you know, again, also just kind of a techie. Uh, so I, you know, started bridging kind of the, those gaps that I started seeing like within like communities of color uh, within technology. And of course, obviously, there's a big economic equity gap there, too. Uh, so that just became my focus in every venture that I did. This was before like social impact was cool, impact investing, before those buzzwords existed. This was just a focus of mine. Uh, so as Scoot said, like the first thing we focused on was, you know, a little project we had called Water Wars, um, tried to break the world, uh, world record, failed miserably, realized that there's a whole bunch of colored lines, yellow tape, um, who were young, uh, but had really big ideas stay friends, continue working on things. And so, yeah, like while Scoot was kind of doing his stuff, um, I continued doing my thing too, like full-time entrepreneurship. So working with founders, business professionals, local government leaders, investors on different projects and products and campaigns kind of focused on the triple bottom line, right? So looking at business models that are not just looking at funding, which is really big and making sure we have some uh, revenue flowing, but also looking at like the social impact, looking at environmental impact, uh, yeah. looking at communities, uh, specifically communities of color and how to keep those a part of the conversation. Um, and so, yeah, so now, you know, the culmination of all of our ideas and who both of our identities coming back together, uh, just, you know, the fruition is quarantine con. So to give a little background on like how it happened. So again, yeah, give us the sauce. Like, give us the sauce. We're not, we're not just, uh, you know, we're not just kind of business partners. I mean, like we're genuinely friends too. So yeah. how mm -hmm. this happened is, you know, I, I'm based in, you know, outside of this quarantining, I'm based in Northern California. He's based in Southern. And so I just kind of hit him on a text on like, uh, it was on a two, no, a couple of days before, Tuesday. but I hit Tuesday. him like, yeah. yeah, I hit him a couple of days before, like, yo, I got invited to this digital conference. Uh, that was going to be physical, but it's now digital. Like, this is an interesting idea. Like, you should pull up. Like, it's free. You know, I sent him the link. He's like, cool. So now it's Tuesday. And, um, you know, I'm about to head in, about to log in. I hit him again. Like, yo, are you going to be able to make it? He's like, yeah, I'll see if I can pull up. But then the first 30 minutes after I entered, I was like, this is live. Like, 
this is one of the coolest things that I've been to. So I'm like blowing him up. At this point. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know what you're doing. You need to jump on though. Uh, so he's like, all right, man, I got it. I got it. So he finally jumps on. And again, within minutes, he's hitting me back. Like, what is this, bro? Like, this is amazing. We actually, so we actually have the text that we, uh, that yeah, we yeah, yeah. talked about on our Instagram. We actually, uh, took some yeah, from both of our perspectives. Yeah. So, so we have that text and you can see it literally where he's just like, yo, this is amazing. Like, what is this networking feature? Like, I just met, you know, like three people doing X, Y, and Z social impact. Like, you know, we got to throw one this week. And he says uh -huh. it and I'm like, say less, let's do it. Right. Like, and this is, we didn't know any, I'm talking like we are an hour into using the program and we had already decided mm. we're throwing them this week. That was what we decided. Um, right. And you know, fast, man. Let me just pause. Let's pause that for a second. Just to understand, man, how quick the, um, the inspiration lightning bolt comes, you know what I mean? Uh, how quick, <laughs> just because, I mean, one thing I've been reading about uh, in a lot of these uh, industries, especially a lot of these venture capitalist firms are getting into the mantra of this, like this adaptive vitality, this adaptive mentality of how they're looking for in the current and future job markets, people who have a strong trait for that. Like, so you have to be someone that's change agile, like automatic. And so you all not only being able to channel that, I think also because of the generation you all come from, like the, the YouTube generation. So you started your, your first business venture on YouTube. So coming from that and knowing that the technologies are changing so rapidly to be able to like on the drop of a dime, not only have the idea, but be able to execute that is very powerful. And also something that these companies are looking for. They're looking for the sauce. And that's the reason why I wanted to highlight what you all are doing because a lot of these companies, there's a lot of people doing these conferences, the digital conferences, but not anybody who's able to galvanize community and culture as quickly as you all did. So I want to yeah. talk a little bit about that. Like how, what was the groundwork it took to start getting that ball rolling to get people to be like, yo, I know shit is crazy right now, but I, can you all come and join us for this particular uh, thing we're trying to put together? For sure. I mean, you know, like he said, that first day, it was like three o'clock and it was like, all right, cool, let's do this conference. And then later that night, we linked back up just on like a FaceTime audio. And it was like, yo, you know, how how's that program? Like, let's go first find that. And then once we figured out we could like buy the program for 99 bucks a month, like I instantly just cash out in like 50 and was like, all right, cool, I'm in, let's go, Funny. you know. Um, and so, you know, I think there's a, there's a couple lessons in there, right, about just, you know, being ready for the opportunity in that sense. Cause I think there's many days where I probably didn't have the 50 and we wouldn't be on this podcast. Um, but, um, but I think, you know, we started, we started in a Google doc. Um, and again, like through our experiences, it's made us more confident, right? So one thing we've been saying is sure. It took us four days to kind of go from idea to execution on this thing, but that's because we have been working the past seven years. Right. And so, you know, you kind of equate it to like a Peyton Manning or, you know, a Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, where it's like they've been in the gym shooting free throws and shooting that three point shot and shooting that jumper uh, for weeks, months, years. So now when it's, you know, time for the game winner, it comes and it feels second nature. Right. Um, when, when everything aligns. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the ball, the ball doesn't go in. Uh, and I think we've been in experiences where like, oh, man, this startup, it's going to be amazing. We're Y Combinator back, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like you know, I'm sitting in his, his house, like damn near in tears. Like, yeah, this is just not working. Like, you know, like I know, I know that like, you know, we're smarter, like we're talented, like, but like, this just doesn't feel like it's going to work. Right. Or, or vice versa. He's been a part of things where he's like, yo, I know I just got here, but like, I got to bounce because this is just not the environment. So I think we've, we've been in practice for the last seven years of like, 
how do we act on our ideas and push through the fear, right? Like, because you, you're definitely gonna get scared as hell, especially when you tell people, right? And like, you know, I think he hates me because I'm quick to tell people, right? We'll be planning and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna text like seven people. He's like, no, no, no. Let's go. It's not ready. I'm like, yeah, let's go ahead and put it on Twitter right now. You know, like, I, I think shooters. I tweeted Digital shooters. So I tweeted, digital I tweeted shooters. about it. I tweeted about it. I said, hey, I just left this conference and I want to throw in this week. Like, and then it got several like retweets and it was like popping on Twitter and it's like 30 retweets. And I was like, hey man, can I post this to my Instagram, right? Because I knew when I did that, then it's gonna like even become more real, right? But I think that's like the, that's the pressure that, you know, like we wanna put on ourselves because it's gonna like force us to act. So in those days and those nights where, um, you know, those days and those nights where like, you know, Wednesday night or Thursday night where we're pulling all nighters, it's like, all right, we gotta push through, you know? And there, there was definitely time where we were planning and it was like, are we even going to do this? Like, I mean, we, we knew our synergy. Mm-hmm. And so we started planning in the Google doc the first night, but then, you know, I think we invited like someone else to kind of come in and help us plan. And then like things kind of started to change, right. Then the speaker lineup looked a little bit different. The, mm-hmm. the thesis started to shift and it was to your point, it wasn't really the, the culture, which is hard to explain, right. It's hard to explain really what you mean by the culture, especially when you're of it and you live it and you breathe it. And, also, there's just so many nuances in that culture as well, mm-hmm. right? And so what does that even mean? And so, um, and so there was a moment where I was like, oh, do we even have this, you know? Um, are we even going to do it? And I think we woke up Friday morning, or no, Thursday morning, I think Thursday. We woke up Thursday morning going, okay, scrap everything we just said Wednesday night, go back to the original plan, and like, let's really bring the culture on. Uh, because for us, we saw it as a platform to, bring, to really highlight Black creatives. It was like, yo, like... We're all sitting at home. There's some dope people that we know. I just met three people from like Paris, London, Oakland, and networked with them. Like there are people around the country that need to know each other, right? Who look like them and know that they're like beast and what they do. So, um, so yeah, oh, that was man, that's amazing, man. Yeah, thank you guys for sharing the whole story of like the preparation. I just read through the the Instagram post where you guys shared the the text, and I think the uh, the fearlessness and that moment of just being like not second guessing it and going with it first and yeah figuring it out later that's something but, that, but again that comes with the years of it's like it's like if you guys were like right is, if someone was like yeah we have a crazy idea for a podcast right you guys were probably not flinched twice about the crazy idea and right. like how to go get speakers and like how to go reach out to mark cuban or whoever the hell you want to go reach out to yeah. like oh we do this we, we have the years of practice and so for us it was like we have the years of you know, digital marketing, like hard skills of like, you know, just putting together organization systems, like operations, what need, what roles need to happen, the nuances between an idea, right? It's different. Like when you have an idea, that's one thing, but to be able to like compartmentalize and Trayvon does it really well of going, okay, to get here, we're going to need to do boom, 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 in this order, in this time frame, at this kind of quality to really make the final result. Like to do that so quickly is, is you know, something that just takes time. Um, I can absolutely muscle. It's a muscle. It's a muscle. It's building that muscle, man. Sure. Yeah, so I wanted to just based on our time, because we this is a these are going these quarantine episodes are hit it, hit it and quit it. You know what hey I mean? man, we can we can we can jump out the zoom and come yeah. back, man. Like yeah, let me know. Oh, yeah, we'll, we can try, we can get it out the bando. We're getting it out the zoom bando for sure. <laughs> Let's go. You know what it is. But um I wanted to get a get a, a quick take on I want to give people a snapshot just for a moment of uh, as soon as I saw it, I was in, I was in alignment. I understood exactly what wavelength y'all are on and yeah. then to actually go and experience it the day that y'all dropped it, being in the room where people were anticipating 
the speaker, you had your uh, your homie DJ. Uh, get the brother. Oh, Nate, don't love. Yeah, don't love. Love DJ Love going in almost on pre. It was pre uh, or DJ Nice. It was like the day before the DJ Nice thing, right? Yeah, 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 so that actually right all after. happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that actually all happened like that morning. So like literally 2 a.m. we're putting the finishing touches on it. Yeah. And uh, Jason Jeter hits us and he's like, yo, um, I'm at the club. I'm nice. at the club, be nice. And I'm thinking like he's out at the club. And I'm like, son, social distancing. Like, why are you out of your house? <laughs> and so I didn't even know what D-Nice was. And so I pull up the Instagram mm-hmm. and, uh, I, you know, I looked at Trayvon and was like, hey, man, like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a DJ? Now, Trayvon at this point is like, Yo, man, it's 2 a.m. This is the hey, night bro. before. Wow. 3,000 people. Like, you know, we just did a test run. He's like, if you can get this in place by noon, like, let me know. And uh, I woke up at like 7 a.m., called Nate. Luckily, he was up and was like, I got this wacky idea. Set your laptop up. Get your DJ stuff. Like, let's do it. And he was he was in. And I, and what's crazy, though, is like Nate's a venture capitalist. Like, you know, yeah. Loaf is a venture capitalist at University of Texas at Austin. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was just named like, you know, 30 under 30 black venture capitalists. But like, I remember when he bought his DJ board, you know, I remember when he bought his DJ board, he was like, I want to learn how to DJ. And so, you know, I think again, just creating platforms to to put your friends on uh, in, in all the different aspects. Bars, buh, 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 bars. So uh, the experience, just to give the listener and the viewer, uh, you're in the room, it's all types of people in the chat talking about like, I'm from Atlanta, I'm from New Orleans, I'm from this, I'm from that. Then they have, like they mentioned, the key feature of uh, Hoplin, uh, which is the networking, like the uh, kind of chat roulette style networking, where you get a minute or uh, was it two minutes. I can't remember. It is three, three. Yeah, yeah, three, three minutes. minutes. You get three minutes. And I hopped in a room, had a cool conversation uh, with a young lady uh, from L.A. Uh, it was people from all over. And it's like creating a cultivating a space where you get to network with somebody you don't may not know, but you may actually uh, gain some kind of a really cool conversation to start and hopefully an actual resource. And so it just blew me away. And the speakers and, the, and everyone, a part of it was nuts. I was watching the numbers. They were at a thousand or more, 2000 people yeah. all at once. And again, in a four day event, man, like <laughs> they're doing Twitch numbers, bro. Like, and they not video gamers. And these are just people bringing together uh, like-minded folks, man. No, I just, I just, I just really, I just really got to pick it up because I to see it in action was beautiful so i want to get your 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 uh, top win or your your biggest takeaway your favorite takeaway from a uh, quarantine con whether it's a speaker or a guest feature that you would recommend to our audience to go check out because you have all all the coverage of all the different speakers uh, archives so you all can go and actually uh, check out the content and then um what was your like i wouldn't i'm gonna say fail but biggest like learned from it so far yeah, that's everyone learn that's, yeah that's a good one that's a good one uh, I can, I'll do, um, I'll do one. I'm going to remix the, the question a little bit. So the, the biggest win was, was kind of what we've been talking about before, you know, a little bit throughout this whole conversation is that, uh, you know, we planned a conference, but we built a community um, and we did it digitally. Right. So the reason, the reason why that was a big win for us is because as Scoot said, you know, we had, we had tried a lot of different things before um, and they, you know, just, didn't land for whatever reason. Um, so for us, the most important part was to make sure that this conference happened. We were like, we're going to make sure that this is the coolest. Co- it doesn't matter if five people show up. This is going to be the highest quality, coolest conference. We're going to do it for us. Like we went through every emotion on that night he was talking about. We wake up in the morning, we're fresh. Nope, we're doing it our way. We're going to do it. Uh, when we wake up Sunday and we get through the end of Sunday and we realize that we had done something bigger than 
we could have ever imagined. That was the win. The win was, wow, here we are being able to provide a space when so many people are hopeless, they feel restricted, they feel like this is a time where you know, they're gonna have to make pivots that are not for the better, that they don't know, they're gonna have to be reactionary and they're not gonna be able to like, uh, kind of be forward thinking anymore. Um, we gave them a space to kind of like change their whole paradigm of this entire time that they're now being at home. Um, so that was a huge win for us. Uh, and it's kind of even hard right now, even like getting hyped up thinking about that, that moment. Cause I remember that moment so clearly Sunday night being like, yo, like looking at the DMS and having people say like, listen, like I was super vulnerable and I really stepped out and I met some people. And as a result, like, I feel so much better about like this time I'm inspired. Like, thank you so much. That was another part. It was like, it was so confusing. We were thanking everyone else for showing up because they had no idea what to expect, but they showed up. They're thanking us because they're like, you all like did something that we could have never even imagined was possible right now. And that's just provide a space and inspire others, give us an opportunity yeah. to connect. So that was a huge win. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I can't even think of like a, a, the learning point. I'll let Scoot handle uh, the learning point. <laughs> no, I think, you know, still learning. I think, um, I think one of the, one of the things that is exciting is we, um, I think just going back to even just like our history is like we learned that like the day after is like in the uh, even more important day than the day of the event, right? So the day of the event is obviously exciting and like everyone's there, but like the day after is like, okay, where do we go from here, right? People want what's next. How are we going to move? What's the next thing we're going to do? How do we organize and like capitalize on what's going on, uh, on the energy that we have? And so, um, you know, we've done like, we've done four events, uh, three more events since the first one, actually. So we, we instantly planned a wealth building talk where we said, we just said two things. We said, number one, we have like 5,000 emails here. So, you know, we were more than just a conference <laughs> at this point. We are, uh, we, we are, we, we have a community of people, right? And so how do we actually now uh, go talk to this community, right? And it's, you got to go talk to them more dynamically than a conference, right? We, we can hold panels, we can hold workshops, we can hold, you know, all types of different things, fireside chats. So we held a wealth building panel, uh, like right after maybe like two or three, two or three days later. Yep. And then what well, we did that Saturday. So this is like the same week in the same stretch of like doing run, the first conference. Back to back to back. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we got we to do one more. And it was a virtual gym. And so this yeah, was cool that. for me. And I think this, yeah. is, this is something that like, to your point of what's the biggest learning is just like, how I mean, just how expansive this idea can get, right? It's like, it's bigger than a conference where we gave 14 trainers, mainly our friends and some, some friends adjacent, like who we learned about, we gave them their own live stream. And we said, okay, uh, you can sell tickets to your live stream at five bucks a pop. Um, everyone has, you know, at max 500 tickets to sell. And every hour we want you to teach a new class. And so we have people teaching boxing in their kitchen or beginners yoga, advanced yoga, cardio. Mm -hmm. We have people teaching their mom. But what was cool is like, you know, four hours of work, four hours of classes, and, you know, before fees and stuff, like some of our highest trainers almost grossed 200 bucks. Now, granted, on our end, we freaking gave them a day and a half to promote this. Yeah, so now yeah. we're like, okay, starting tomorrow, how do we go back to them and say, okay, now you have seven days to go tell people to come work out with you on Saturday, mm. and it's only five bucks, mm. right? Like, um, so I think, you know, it's, it, that is the, I think the, the thing for us is like, how do we build something that's bigger than ourselves, right? Like, when we did the water thing, we learned quickly that it was bigger than us. It wasn't about breaking a world record, right? It was people, real people who didn't have access to clean water. And so now I think we're seeing that like, it's again, bigger than us. It's like real people who are anxiety filled, who are feel kind of lost, who are wanting some kind of connection 
and to learn, um, just like, like literally learn, like, yo, like, how do I monetize? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do this? Things that we might take for granted. And we're like, Oh, like, you know, like here's the plan. Right. And it's like, okay, now like, let's, let's give people a platform to, to go to learn this stuff. Do you feel any pressure? Do you guys feel any pressure on um, creating a bigger event or um, what's the end game for this? What, what do you feel like is the, the biggest goal for you guys? Yeah, no, uh, I think I'll let them chime in as well. I mean, de- like, I, I think we both, probably more me than him, but like, I'm always like, let's go big, right? I mean, in college, again, we were like, let's break a world record. 12,000 people, 300,000 water balloons. Let's break the Guinness Book World Record. And I was a sophomore, I was like 19. And so I had many people tell me like, yeah, just do a smaller one. Or like, come on, let's just do like two small ones and then like build up to that. And I was very stubborn and like, no, like that's not what we're doing, right? Like we're breaking the world record. Um, and I think there's something to that where I'm like, I think I understand or I feel is like people want to really help you on your big ideas more than they like, you know, like sure the small idea is cool, but like go for the fence. Um, now I'm learning that you can get a home run one base at a time now. Like you don't have to try to get it all in one. Uh, so that is, that's, that's probably the, the wisdom. Um, but yeah, I mean, even last night, you know, like, so this is the thing about it, right? To your point, we had 4,000 people the first one. And then you come back and you're like, yo, we're going to do something on wealth building, right? And, you know, the first time, I think we had like 1,000 people in 17 hours, you know? Yeah. And like seeing that kind of like energy and the seeing the email go off like every five seconds. Yeah. Um, and then this one was like still a lot of people though, right? Like right under 900 people on a Thursday night coming to like live, watch some people talk about finance. Yeah. Um, and then you think about the one last night where, you know, we had a few hundred people in there and it's, you know, you're nervous again, you're nervous and you do feel some pressure, but those are all like self put on. It's like, those are just false. It's like vanity metrics, like Instagram likes. Right. And so just, you know, even on the team meeting we had earlier today, I was like telling the team like, Hey, like how do we measure success? Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's the people that hit us up. They're like, yo, I just made a connection with someone and we just did our first event together. I just met someone from your thing and we just made money together. Like, yo, I just, you know, you, you let me train my mom. This was so amazing. You know what I'm saying? Or even just seeing other people throw conferences, right? We just, we just listened to Lecrae, Lil Wayne's former business manager, uh, Jewel Burke Solomon, and a lot of other people, right? Literally holding their own kind of mini conference right now. Yeah. Um, and they're literally in there going like, yo, because the quarantine guys were, you know, they, they did the work. So um, yeah, no, Sometimes feel pressure, but I have to like check myself on that. What advice would you give other people trying to uh, do the same thing or something similar? And how do you pick the people that you're working with? Because I know that you can't work with everybody, of course. But how do you, what's, what is, what's your criteria? What do you guys look for? Man. Yeah, uh, let, I'm going to talk about that. I mean, the team has grown a lot for sure um, in the in the short time. And then, well, I'll, I'll finish their last question. And I'll, I'll give it to him on that on that because you asked like, where does it go? I think for us again, it's it's a community. And so, you know, the first question I asked my sister. My sister does venture capital, and so she's actually at home quarantining with me, and uh, she's like financial wizard. And so the first thing I asked her in the Slack was like, this is the next, literally next day after. And this is like also like a few hours after I just quit all my other consulting projects. Cause I'm like, this is what I want to work on. <laughs> and so like going all the way in, but I'm also just like, Hey, so, you know, I asked her, I said, Hey, like how much money in the bank do we need to have before we can start making angel investments in people? Right. Um, and she's like, uh, you know, probably like a million. And I'm like, okay, cool. Can you track out what it looks like for us to make a million bucks? Right. And like keep a million bucks in the bank. 
right? Like, so I think those, those that's what we're big talk, big talk, on big and headed. Um, but like, we'll do that. But I'll, I'll to Trayvon about like how we're growing the team. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to try to, I guess, hit on a lot of, there's a lot of deep concepts we're, we're talking on, but I'm going to try to run through them. So um, where are we going from here? So to me, I think where we're going is just, it's exactly where we started. So, uh, you know, thinking that the, the, the vehicle is, is going to be a conference, but, you know, technically, like it could and could not be. I mean, like the idea of conferencing, we've already, we've already hacked that. Like we're not doing conferences anymore. We're just bringing people together. We did a virtual gym. Like we're, we're shaking up even what fireside chats look like with doing like workshops now within that. And so we're not necessarily like bound to one concept of how we bring people together. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our main thesis, which are like our we believe statements, which are now everywhere, which is just literally what me and him were thinking of a couple nights, you know, before the event. But one of the big ones, which is the one that we kind of carry now is just like, we believe good people should meet good people. Um, so that's something that, you know, where do we go from here? Well, we go and continue finding the spaces where that reigns true and that we can continue making sure that that reigns true. Um, so I think something, again, Scoot and I were just at this other event, uh, Betted on Black. Um, Ryan Wilson, shout out to Ryan Wilson from, from The Gathering Spot. He said something where he was like, you know, we, he's like, uh, we're building The Gathering Spot. And I felt very similar to how we were building Quarantine Con. He's like, we're building Gathering Spot. And he was like, yeah, it's not like, no one's excluded but we are specifically building something for a certain type of person, specifically our people, right? So to me, what we're building and what we're gonna continue to build is spaces for our people. No one's excluded, everyone is invited, but you know, just like his example, he's talking about a country club. He's like, those country clubs, like first of all, they're very exclusive, but like once you get- Ooh, bro, he's getting uh -oh. back too. I think what he's about to say though was, was essentially like- Oh, is he there? No. Nope. Uh, he's back. back. Okay, cool, you we back. lost you there. Yeah, we lost you. You were, in, you were in the zone too, man. Yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying that, like, you know, we're going to make sure that we build, um, we're going to continue no, no, building whatever Ryan it is. For us. Oh, okay, yeah. So, what, I don't know where it cut out, but basically, again, what, what Ryan was talking about is, like, you know, how we are going to make sure that we're going to be building spaces that are for our people and for our community, right? We're not going to necessarily exclude communities. We're not going to say that this is only for, but we're just going to be building ideas, building products, building spaces that are for our community. So that's going to be the big piece for us. And it's something that we thought about before. Uh, oh, we lost him again. Oh, we lost him. Right, he's, okay, you're back. Stutter step. We're, we're at the closer too, man. So yeah. you're at home. You're, you're at home. All right, one more time. One more again. Like the last 20 seconds. Good old home run. Oh, he's frozen on my end. Frozen. Yeah, he's still frozen. He hasn't come back yet. They got to come okay. up with a term for that. Like, what, I, I don't know what that term is. Not just like, it's got to be like a new term. Because like chat bro, while you freeze in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm just thinking like, because you know, think of there's gonna be a whole new uh, like era of rappers and artists who are from this era who will like come up with terminology. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you up here? I don't know. I can't. can't we may not be. We may not be cool right enough, man. Let, 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 think just, of a slang yet. let the kids come up with it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a stick to your old that's like, yo, he's got crazy chat slang right now. You know? He just texted yeah, me. So he's he's working on that. Oh no, no worries, man. So but um. Could you bring if you could if you could bring it home for him then if we, if we aren't able to get him back before He's we calling me I love it, yo. Yeah. There you go. Like, tell them that I, I'm saying no. Finish it up with Ryan. Go ahead. Finish it up. Yeah, bro. So I'm just saying like where we're gonna go forward is we're gonna continue building spaces for our people. Simply put, um, I think going into the, the next part, um, talking about our team and how important it is for for us to kind of build a team that makes sense. 
we've been getting a lot of like inbound on people who want to like you know help us people who have great ideas and we're all for it um i think our only criteria if i use that word um is just that we're trying to find people who are like very interested in kind of what our thesis is i think what we learned before our first conference is when we brought people on who were very excited um they had ideas but as scoop said like we knew that they weren't necessarily you know culturally influenced and they weren't necessarily culturally inspired um you know people are kind of bringing in their bottom lines right they think about like how we can make the most money and what's the best move to do x y and z and while you know yeah yeah and like and that's the thing i mean like down to you know, down to like our. Um, you okay, might cool. have to translate that because they may not the the podcast audio audience may not have heard that last part. So, could you translate that last part he said? Yeah, no, I think just you know to the point of using the community to continue to build and grow the platform, right? Like, I think it's just bigger than our kind of brainchilds. Uh, I mean, even down to like when we think about a newsletter, we want to do you know community updates, right? Like, literally, everyone, all five thousand people get a get an email, but like we we're highlighting different people about what jobs they just got, what businesses they just, businesses they just launched, you know, what projects are they working on? Um, so yeah, so super, super excited. Awesome, man. So as we bring it to a close with the quarantine con squad, can you tell <laughs> the good people how they can uh, get in touch with you all, how they can connect what the website is and then what, uh, even if you can't give us the exact dates, what future events they have to look up to look out for if they sign up uh, for the quarantine con newsletter and, future events totally um so quarantinecon.co we're pretty proud of that website built yes. by the guys nice. over at plaid pixel uh so we're, we're super proud um of that site and that's the site where you can go watch the playback so if you're kind of wondering like what the hell actually went down and why are we talking about it you yeah. can go watch exactly what happened and hear from the speakers um our emails are both just you know scooter uh at quarantinecon.co and trayvon at quarantinecon.co uh, and then, like you said, what's on the horizon is, is a mix of ideas that we think are going to be relevant and and, um, and and timely. So down to to this point around cooking and food, uh, mental health. I think there's a big vision around there's so many creatives right now and there are people that need creatives, right? Yeah. How many graphic designers are out there and how many people, uh, you know, uh, need a graphic designer? So, yes. you know, trying to figure out how to match and like, how can you just create jobs, right? Like, I think that's like a, a pretty big goal of ours, too. Uh, like we did with the virtual gym. It's like, cool, we can, we can help get trained with we go ahead on anyone else. You know, someone's setting up a podcast, how do they find, you know, Jack in the in the in the in the chat and, and Jack helps them out now, you know, and, and what that looks like. So I think implementing maybe like this school like the school thing, like having some teachers would be really super dope. For sure. Yeah. And there's like workshops. I mean, I think there's like a thing around career readiness, the future of work. There's things around um you know, just if you want to get into grad school and MBAs, there's a lot of kids that are probably sitting at home right now going like, how the hell do I need to navigate this now in this right. new world? It's, and so yeah, nobody's I, in school. Yeah. You know, and, and these are topics that like sometimes, you know, Trayvon and I know about and sometimes we don't. And so it's like we need to find people who have the substance, know what they're talking about and can can really provide tangible gems. Uh, and like, let's do it in the next like week. <laughs> Bro, well, I appreciate y'all for coming in and give the give that good that good brother Trayvon all the props and all the uh praise for for uh joining us and for y'all putting your energy out for the community and for the culture i want to just really emphasize that i mean that's mm -hmm. what we've always been about from the beginning but when you see people who are actionable and are able to because of the muscle they built not just because they like just dope like that yes the other you y'all are dope for sure but it's like Thank that you. muscle 
and that 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 networking muscle but also that actual like work muscle is so crucial because it gives you the ability to be change agile at a drop of a dime and those are the people that are about to get real money in this changing uh pandemic or uh, social quarantining era that we're in and we're just trying mm-hmm. to provide you resources and access to people who are actually doing it and the place to go commune and quarantine con is that they want to big you up i'm going to drop another bomb again Jack, always a pleasure. Tristan, good to see you again, man. I appreciate yes, it. Pleasure. Man, it's going to be a good episode. And I, 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 we're going to, you know, we already know what it is, man. We have more collaborations to come. And I'm, I'm proud of y'all brothers, man. Nah, thank you so much. Let us know anything else we need to do. Yes, sir, man. We get it. We shall get it in. <laughs> be easy, man. Be easy till then. Yes. See you. Nice to meet you. All right. All right. Take it easy, guys. So as we bring this to a close, that was pretty cool. I mean, so you all, this is our very first time doing this this is like a virtual podcast we we're doing okay so there's gonna be a little little mugsy little bugsy bowls or whatever bugsy. uh just yeah but bu- i said bugsy bowls he's, he's not a uh, today. <laughs> bugsy bowls like I, i've remixed it you guys yeah, just so you know um i think that's pretty cool i don't care what face you make a jack it's totally fine i think it's a pretty cool reference face <laughs> uh, he makes like <laughs> Yeah, it's just like stoic. I'm just stoic at all times, man. Y'all can see me in front of the booth. Um, is that so, is that your impersonation of me, man? Oh, man. <laughs> so this last segment, so we can uh, we can move on from less heavier but really important resource tools. Again, there's a lot. This this DigiPack right here, y'all. Like no bullshit, no cap is super crucial and it's designed specifically for y'all. So this is going to be open to the public. We'll post it and publish it everywhere and we'll probably update it. It'll probably potentially just become like, this is the COVID-19 quarantine uh, era document or resource. Share it with a friend. It's got job resources. It's got career resources. It's got COVID-19 resources, learning resources, skill building, all kinds of shit in there. And of course, stuff linking with uh, Quarantine Con and the events that they're doing. Uh, so to take us home, we'll do a little bit of uh, picks. Uh, little picks for the week. Uh, I'm going to go last. Y'all go ahead and start. It could be video. It could be a uh, show. It could be a song. It could be an artist. doesn't matter. We'll link to it in the DigiPack since we don't have the ability to play it uh, this go around. We won't really uh, worry about that. We'll, we'll get it going for next time. Give me your picks. Who's going first? Mm. Yep, you gotta you gotta have it in the chamber, man. Uh, uh, since nobody has it in the chamber, then okay, fine. So, uh, you got it. Yeah, India right. Sean and um. Wait, say it again. India Sean and Lumi Trice just dropped the joint. Okay. Super crazy joint. It's called PDA. I think it's San San Diego. Really crazy joint. Just dropped. I want to say yesterday. India is the home team squad. Yeah, Shout for out. sure, for sure. Yeah. We'll drop a bomb on that. India, Sean, uh, say the name of the title one more time. It's called PDA San Diego. PDA. San Diego. All right. I mean, honestly, man, we uh, I don't think we've um, we played Bosco's first single yeah, when it dropped, yeah. but she actually has dropped her album since our last episode. So, okay. um, if you haven't had a chance, Took another mine. home team, um, Bosco definitely dive into that album. Her first album in like two years. Yeah, seven tracks deep. Ba 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 bangers. Straight bangers. Yeah. Pretzel stick cut slash down tree branch. I haven't had a chance to use that one. I felt like that was. <laughs> All right, what's yours, Tristan? I don't even know, man. I haven't even been on. Videos, I haven't been movies. To the music. 
I said it doesn't have to be music. It could be anything, creative, whatever. What have I watched? Man, you probably watch. Tristan music. may be the only person that's like more unplugged than me, man. Like you, yeah, you unplugged, bro. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying. I'm watching Yo, Hunter Hunter. <laughs> anime. Animation, the anime. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, isn't that old, it's an old school anime? It's too. Old school, yeah. I mean, sometimes you gotta go back. I mean, I'm not the judge. You know, it's your recommendation. It's your pick, bro. It's your pick, pick, pick what you want to pick. Yeah, I'll pick that. He's just gonna judge it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still judging. I saw um, um, I watched Invisible Man when they did the um the release straight to um Is it good? Streaming. It's cool. All right. Well, cool. <laughs> we'll have another episode about streaming where we can talk about like the because I'm interested to get your take, especially being somebody that's connected or a part of the film industry, the changing of the guard in that space, which is again, a whole different conversation. We got a streaming episode coming where we talk about the future of streaming and what it takes to get into the streaming game right now, giving y'all resources. We'll have online dating uh, in this quarantine era episode and more stuff, man. We want to get y'all suggestions. Please give them to us on our Digi Good Tribes Facebook group. Uh, we may even start things like Discord. We're gonna get on Twitch too. Like it's it, like like they just told y'all, man. Like you got to take advantage of the resources and the tools available now. And we're trying to find ways to connect and you know provide resources. So we're gonna get it any kind of way we can. Uh, my final pick uh, uh, is gonna be pretty like I guess you probably may already guess. Yeah, it. we already know. If you yeah. know this cat already dropped. But I would have done Bosco, but you took it from me. But that's okay. Oh uh, really? Uh, oh okay. I was gonna do. I was actually gonna do Bosco. Uh, but of course, that good man. Mr. Steven, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Thundercat. Like, oh, you see that? Y'all see that there? Y'all see that there? You see the... You see the and I'm screen recording yeah. it, so we're going to put yeah, it on exactly. live. <laughs> see the sexual innuendos he's doing there? You know what I mean? Because I, because of my I'm hero, saying, man. Thundercat. Okay. Like, don't, don't be... Don't be... Hey, if don't you want to be nuts, bro. If that's your thing, do it, yeah. dog. You hate. You hate. You hate. You hate big time. You big. You big hating, but that's cool. You know, I fuck with Thundercat, man. I'm, I'm, I am actually jealous that I didn't get to take a photo with him. That was a perfect time for him to drop one of those soundboard effects. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't even want me to. Yo, see if I, I'm going to have to lace up my soundboard because it's a few. Okay. It's a wow. few. That missing, you know, so. I got, no, my ah, that's the one right there. This is the converted the one, right one. This is the one that I had to convert to the Mac because the other one's on the iPad. So I we, feel it. we I definitely feel it. get Sorry, it. Sorry, man. I didn't derail, man. Again, I am jealous of <laughs> the fact that you got to take a picture with Thundercat, man. Yeah, man. You should real. be jealous. That's okay. Uh, yeah, and I've also seen him like uh, at least 12 times. I've seen him perform 12 times. I'm like a legit, uh, legit enthusiast. I'll say that of, of Thundercat. <laughs> Uh, no, man, like he's my hero. Oh, he's really, yeah. he's really my hero. He, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't have no shame in it. But uh, new project, uh, it is what it is. It's got a lot of different kind of meanings uh, to it. It's a really, really dope piece of work. I would not say, and I would never try to compare it to his previous project, which is Drunk, which is out of this world probably in the last decade, one of the best albums of the last decade. And even the Screwed Edition, Drank, if you haven't heard that, like you're just missing out on life. Like I'm keeping it all the way real. No disrespect, but you are. Uh, so go listen to that. And there's a lot of other amazing recommendations and picks that'll be in the DigiPack. So y'all can go check that out in our SoundCloud playlist. And uh, yeah, I think that's it, man. I think we've given them a good amount of stuff for this episode. Hope it turns out well. Let us know. Give us your feedback. Um, and we're going to be coming back. We'll come back next week, man, because what else we got? What else we got to fucking do? You know what I mean? Uh, y'all got anything else before we sign off? Nah, just appreciate uh scooter and those guys for coming through i think they were super dope and just to see the innovation during the quarantine and just to see that people are so like grinding heavy and still making way or, or finding innovative ways to make money and to connect people i think it's super awesome and um 
I can't wait to see what comes completely out of this, like in the end. Bars. There's, I think, a lot of it, especially for creatives, a lot of different, like mm-hmm. second, third, fourth, fifth hustles now that are going to get maturated and accelerated now because you really didn't have a choice and technologies that weren't going to be popping that are going to pop. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a whole new ball game, but it's so many. It feels like it's not because a lot of people are losing jobs and furloughs are happening and things like mm-hmm. that. But on the other side, there's a lot of opportunity if you know where to go. And the opportunity to connect with yourself and dive deeper. Yeah. I think it was at like an all-time high, but this is going to like, oh man, this plateau is like crazy. I think that people that were just thinking about only careers and, you know, doing their own thing um, as far as like going to school and things like that, I think that everybody's going to start to have some type of side hustle now to see something like this happen that nobody would have ever imagined happening. I think that this is really going to change the world in a, in a crazy way. Or we just get rid of the whole capitalistic system all together. Oh, just do not like, like, hey, hey, like, you know, Tristan is really unplugged right now. He's so, the Matrix, man. We're you know all plugged, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being happy and figure out what makes He's you happy, what makes you tick. <laughs> and because money isn't real anyway. So it's a I feel side you, man. Cash to earn. Hey, and I think it's amazing that... Um, <laughs> I think it's amazing that Tristan kept time because, you know, time is an illusion. <laughs> On that note, man, so I appreciate y'all for vibing with us, man, for we take y'all off of the deep end of just ridiculousness, uh, but deepness as well. We'll have many more episodes to come, and uh, we appreciate y'all. I hope y'all are doing well during this quarantine time. Stay indoors if you can. Please, man, we're flattening the curve. Wear the mask if you got to wear the mask, and uh, do everything you can to help your fellow human. That's all we're trying to do. These are good times. We out here, man. Right. Right. Watch his Thundercat. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we're done. <laughs>